Warning, the following show contains unbeeped words. It also contains talk and on top of and also under and sometimes all over. And remember... Welcome to Steady Diet of Music, a bi-weekly fix of opinions by musicians. This is episode 27, and we are your hosts. I'm Brandon. I'm Andy. I'm Dan. I play the drums. And I'm Skunk. Yay. How's everybody's... Yeah, 27. 27 episodes? Yeah, the 27 Club now. We've done that If we many? die... In this episode, uh, <laughs> oh, we're, no. we're all gonna have we're all gonna have white lighters in our pockets. <laughs> what does that mean? White, white lighter that. wasn't that a thing? Like the twenty seven, like most of them that died had a white lighter, like a white. No. Oh, I never heard of that. Yeah, that's that could cool. Just be a, a rumor, for all I know, but that's that's word of mouth. That's what I used to. Oh, hear. Andy, you just gave me a awesome question for a random question. I'm oh, how many? Right now. Okay, how many different <laughs> colored bic lighters have you had in your life? <laughs> 70, 72 <laughs> hey guys i got called a communist today yeah oh, i've been what? called that what? yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was i was For at what? the gym i was at the gym and i was working out with my mask on and some guy i was like on the uh treadmill and a guy came next to me on his and he's like hey you don't have to wear that mask don't worry i'm not like that i'm like dude i i like to and he goes oh, i didn't know you were a communist <laughs> <laughs> who like, starts conversations like that but like, dude, I, all these people out here and in America, you need to look up the definition of communist. Just because yeah, you're not sure. a conservative does not make you a communist. Communist <laughs> is much worse than that. And oh, well, it starts with a C. Yeah, uh, equality does not mean you're a, a communist. First of all, like it's everything. It, I don't know. That's I'm gonna leave it at that. I don't want to get too far in it. But like, they're using it. <laughs> they're everybody's using it wrong. Let I think me it's, ask I think you it's though, hilarious. Did you have a snappy comeback? Yeah. I showed him my tattoo of my of my narwhal and my di, and I was like, "See my sickle and hammer, bitch." <laughs> It'd be awesome if you did have a hammer and sickle tattoo, and you're like, no, "That's right, motherfucker." I didn't. I, I literally just kind of rolled my eyes and kept working out. I don't like. I don't have time for that. Yeah, shit. yeah. You should have just said, "Thank you." Oh, I am a comp. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. You should have like, called him comrade. I would have been like, "Thanks." Do you need a spotter later? <laughs> How'd Drop you know this I was barbell Russian? on your throat? You friggin' commie. All right, let's get into it. Yes. Dan, what were you listening to? All right, you guys. So it is still the holiday season, and I've been listening to nothing but Christmas music. And last <laughs> night, my wife and I were sitting there, and, and even she, of all people, was like, hey, I'm kind of getting sick of Christmas music. Whoa. And I, it was Whoa. like, you hear the record scratch. Like, and I looked at her. I'm like, are you sick of listening to Christmas music? She's like, yeah, let's, let's listen to something else. So we threw on a Credence Clearwater Revival record. Ooh. And we sat there and we listened to it in its entirety. And yeah, like I said, we were just kind of both getting sick of Christmas music. So what's we, your what's your favorite song from that album? From that album, and honestly, it's it's a best of, which I really don't like, but it's the only thing which, that they had available. I think the uh, uh, Midnight Special is my favorite. Is my favorite. Yeah, that's a good one. Actually, it's my favorite Credence song, but it's also on that album, which is a double whammy. Yeah. But yeah, Wahoo. dude, some CCR, cool. little uh, little Christmas music break. What about you, buddy? That's Andy, what were you listening to? That's me. 
So actually today, uh, it, it was great because uh, uh, a buddy of mine, my chef, uh, he sent me a text. He's like, listen to this. And it was a song called Quentin Tarantino by RZA and the Flatbush Zombies. Uh, mm. Just a single collaboration. Awesome homage to Quentin Tarantino. There was, uh, first of all, the beat was just amazing incredible like quentin tarantino inspired like uh loops and stuff mm. uh so many references and especially you can imagine rizza like doing all these crazy ref- references and mentioning all the actors and all the movies and it was just it was rad man i really liked it and i want to dig more into it and i actually never heard of the flatbush zombies so i uh now i really want to listen to the flatbush zombies because they were just so freaking good in this in this hip-hop rendition or whatever you want to call it this this collaboration they did uh, and i highly recommend you guys listen to it so check it out quentin tarantino uh with rizza and the flatbush zombies yeah you know flatbush zombies are in my bag of agree or disagrees oh really? Oh, nice. so, uh, yeah, which i'll be pulling go. tonight so if i if i Perfect. happen to pull it then everybody's gonna there you go to- wow good good coincidence i though. really hope yeah. it is Cool, man. Yeah, so I highly recommend that. So, Skunk, what do you got? Well, we have our first coincidence of the day. I was listening to Mischief Brew's rendition of Midnight Special. Oh, that wow. they do on Songs from Under oh. the Sink. Uh, right on. He, like, rewrote all the lyrics to have it be about, like, now. So it's not the same song, mm. but it's the same song. But yeah. In, right, right, yeah, right, right. In right. theory. Yeah, as soon as that came out of Dan's mouth, I was just like, oh, we got one already. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Right on. I have to check that out. Brandon, what were you So just I was listening to? listening to Nobody's Biz from Four Fists off the album 6666. Four sixes. Ooh. Whoa. Um, this is a duo. There's two MCs, and the MCs are also producers, so they also produce the music. Producers as far as in the hip-hop world where they make the beats and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. One's from Florida, one's from Minnesota. They're, it's like punk rock-inspired hip-hop, and it is... It's really good. I really like it a lot. And some of this this song, this particular song almost goes into like kind of electronic music at the end. And when I was listening to it, I had to double check if I was listening to the same song. And sure enough, I was. The chorus is even from a Clash song. It's White Riot. And they also have a song called Joe Strummer. And they have a song mm. called Sid Vicious. So Whoa, like cool. very much punk rock inspired. So I actually showed this song to Dan. You sure did. And, and you liked it too, didn't you? Nice. I liked it a lot, actually. And like Brandon said, it's it's just kind of like hip-hop, but with like a little bit of punk rock sprinkled all over it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like it a lot. Yeah, the energy. The energy sure. to it and the attitude is very punk yes, rock. Yes, I was so, going to say yeah. the attitude for mm-hmm. sure. Yep. Nice. Nobody's biz from Four Fists. And right. that is what we were just listening to. So we will get into now Agree or Disagree. And this will be Andy. What do you got for yeah. us? Yeah, yeah, man. So my agree to disagree is uh, by a band called Polyphia. And the song is called OD, just the letters there. So Polyphia is a primarily instrumental progressive rock band based in Plano, Texas. I think Plano or Plano. I don't know how to pronounce it. But they formed in 2010. Uh, the band states that their influences come from artists of all genres. The group started out with a heavier shred-oriented sound that has since matured into a more melodic focus band which uh describing the album muse timothy henson from from polythia says that the primary inspiration came from pop and rap music so um i discovered these dudes uh through my friend our friend jason 
um, and he's he's really into that like progressive uh, instrumental type stuff. And I'm generally not. I can always I can always respect it, and I can always like it. But then, however, I feel like a lot of it gets too uh, too complicated for me. Uh, however, this band Polyth- Polyphia, I feel like, has um, revolutionized the the art of progressive rock with uh, introducing. Uh, R&B and rap and even some like electronica into that style. So uh, I became a fan immediately of them. Uh, they're just really freaking good. So I'm going to go ahead and ask Brandon, what do you think of it? I heard so many different musics in the in this, uh, so many different genres, <laughs> like you were explaining. Right. I heard progressive rock, like some kind of art rock. It was mathy. Mm-hmm. It, I did hear like some hip hop in it, maybe some EDM. I really dug it. It's uh, I had a I had a phase where I got into this style of music, the instrumental progressive rock, I guess. And uh, I had said I told Skunk about this years ago, like eight years ago in our old show. Like I was like, I found where progressive rock went, you know, mm-hmm. from the 70s. Yeah. It went into this instrumental type biz. So I really enjoyed it. Uh, it gave me like the sleeping people vibe. Uh, that's another band of this kind of genre. And I really dug it, man. I had a lot of fun listening to it. I like the changes. I like the unexpected turns that it has. Uh, it's like it's like some of my favorite type of music is music that I just like don't know what's coming next. And this this delivered it pretty hard. So yeah. big thumbs up for me. Yeah. What about you, Dan? Andy, it was tremendous. They remind <laughs> me. <clears throat> Andy loves that word. Tremendous. They remind me perfectly. They and they are man. They were like they're. It was absolutely perfect. They remind me a lot of this band called Animals as Leaders, which are Mm -hmm. a future agree to disagree. So don't look them up. And if you do, don't let me know about it. Anyway, he drunkenly showed me that one day. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So just (laughs) act like you don't like it, and then be surprised later. (laughs) So they're definitely like a groovy type band, progressive math core you know, what have you, but they, those elements of like those groovy beats, I absolutely love. Then it just breaks down into like some like beautiful jazz, little elements of hip hop. I even noticed some trap beats mm-hmm. sprinkled on there a little bit. Um, I don't know, just overall, they're, they're just a great band. I, I love listening to this, this type of music. I was actually dropping my niece off at home while listening to this. I, I don't know what her ears thought of it, but she didn't <laughs> tell me to turn it off. So uh, I ended up listening to like basically the rest of the album and it was, it had just started pouring rain and I'm driving her home and it was probably like a 20 minute drive there and back and just listening to that album. It was like the perfect setting for that album. And I, I just thought that they're absolute great band definitely reminded me, like I said, of animals as leaders, just that like proggy, no vocals, just kind of jazzy, you know, groovy math core. I absolutely love it. Absolutely love cool. it, and I will listen to them again. Skunk, yeah, me. Did you love it or hate it? I actually really liked it. I was I was a little shocked that I did when it started. I I was it started off and it sounded electronic for the first second, and I was like, God damn it! But then uh, it it started going, and I was just like, Oh, this is kind of cool. And I immediately like I got like the Doctor Robotnik vibe off of it. Like it was mm. the theme music from Sonic the Hedgehog's bad guy. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. It, it reminded me of that a lot, that. man. Like, uh, but yeah, dude, I thought it was pretty fucking cool. I, I want to listen to more of it. I just didn't have time today. I think the main thing I like about it is the no vocals. Again, like yeah. I said, with that, with that other band that I was listening to animals as leaders, it's just, there's so much more to focus on. Like, is it like, is it metal? Is it rap? Is it 
progressive? Is it hip hop? Is it groove? Is it jazz? And it's just like a, it's, it's everything. That's why I like about it. It's like all the elements of, of uh, music. Well, and dude, it's like you were saying, um, how you were driving around in the rain. Like I, I love driving around to instrumental music. It's so <sighs> there's something Perfect. about it. Like instead of listening to some asshole singing about his girlfriend or something like right. just listening to tunes is, I, I don't know that that's cool, especially in the rain. Mm. That sounds kind of yeah. nice. Yeah. Perfect setting. It's funny that Dan Dan's favorite thing about it was something that's not that that isn't there. <laughs> <laughs> Halfway through this, you, somebody might hear me go, "Ah, oh, shit!" Because my computer decided to stop working, but then it worked again. So oh, I thought you just I heard, I heard half about it. I didn't hear anything about rain. No, okay, just letting you guys know. It was it was raining. <laughs> it was all positive. I came Andy. back and he was still being positive. I'm yeah, like, okay, yeah. They didn't hear. They <laughs> okay, didn't hear me cut out there. My thirty minute message. You come back and you're just like, yep, yep, uh huh, yep, yep, yep. Good. Okay, okay, all right. all right, all right. Moving Hopefully on. That doesn't happen again. Moving on. All right, so yeah, that will be on the playlist for you guys to check out and have your own opinions. We will now move on to random questions. These random questions are brought to you from myself, Brandon, and Andy, and I'm first. Here's the question. If you could pick a music occupation that had nothing to do with being in a band, what would it be? Now, for instance, for me, I would want to write musicals. And I surprised myself with this answer because I'm not actually that big of a musical fan. There is some that I like. However, it's kind of the best of both worlds and kind of things I like to do where I can tell a story, but also write music and lyrics and all that. So I don't know. I've been listening to a lot of like Disney musicals because that's what my daughter likes to listen to. And I'm like, man, some of these are actually really well written. And I'm not saying I'd be good at it. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that I would want to do it. (laughs) That's it. But anyway, uh, Andy, what's your answer? Mine kind of, I mean, it's production, uh, um, obviously for me. I love audio production. I love working and and helping others with music. If I'm not writing the music myself, I'd rather be listening to somebody else and suggesting and and recording for them and, you know, making a record. Definitely. Producing. Yeah. Yeah. Producing, man, straight up. Just uh, just working with the sliders and, and doing all the behind the scenes stuff for someone and, you know, inspiring someone to, uh, you know, sound better. Nice. Yeah, it would it'd either be that or honestly, like be a sound guy for like a band that is really good and go on tour and be the sound guy would be fucking fantastic, too, I think, because it's, you know, every venue is a different experience. You know, you have your presets, but then, you you know, you got every, everything's every time it's different. You know what I mean? I think that's cool. And I, I always I always like to look back at the sound guy at shows and see what they're doing. But it would probably be production. But Dan, what do you think? All right. So first and foremost, th- this question for me, like the only thing I could think of, I was like, oh, if I didn't play like professionally in a band, I would be an engineer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, everyone's going to pick that. <laughs> I knew there was probably going to be a crossover. But I mean, yeah, engineer would be great. So I tried to dig a little bit more deep because I didn't want to just be like, oh, I'd be an engineer. Hey, skunk. Yeah, your turn. I think if I wasn't a musician and if I wasn't an engineer or, you know, somebody in the studio, you know, helping out this and that, I think I would, I would want to be a roadie kind of go with like the, like the sound guy, kind of like you were talking about Andy, like on the road, but like, especially like me playing drums, I would love to be a drummer's roadie, just being able to set his kit up every night and just kind of, you know, doing the sound check, this and that. I I think a roadie would be a pretty cool job and you don't have the responsibility of having to be on stage the rest of the night. So you kind of just 
set it up. And if it sounds good, then you can go and get drunk with your buddies and just watch the band that you're setting up, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Skunk, what about you, bud? This one was really easy for me because, like, so my favorite thing to do when my bands are recording is to, like, put the songs in a specific order and then, like, put sound bites in and connect them or, like, figure out how to, like, make an album all one, you know, like, continuous sound, you know, like, where it doesn't, like, there's never a cut. And uh, so I guess that falls under producer, but I would want, like, I wish there was some form of, like, just that where a band's like, oh, dude, we want to fucking make this record and uh, just let Skunk put it together. Like, you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like after this, after it's mixed, it's mastered. Now your job is to put them in order. Yeah. And maybe find a soundbite to connect the songs. A soundbite or like a way to like. Intros, outros. Yeah. Segways, so to speak. Like, oh, this song ends on this note. And if we start this song at the same time, like it fucking just goes. Like, yeah, I I get really, really into that. Like almost too much to where like bands that I've been in in the past have been like, dude, fucking it's fine. Stop. (laughs) So I guess that's like. that's kind of like professional set list writer. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) pretty much. I guess that's kind of like the duties of like an engineer or producer, like kind of like their duties that they have that they don't want to do. So they just like push off to skunk. They're like, Hey, I don't want to write a skunk. You take it. And it's like, (laughs) I wrote down producer as like, yeah, the, the long or the shorthand of it. Yeah. And in a producer's perfect world, like they can only imagine like a band coming in and being like, just do whatever you want, you know? Yeah. Cause it's never the case. Like, you know, if you, Unless I've you been in paid. bands where we, you get in arguments with the engineers, like, no, we don't want that. They're like, but it's better. I'm like, but that's not what we want. But see, I wouldn't even be telling them like, turn this sound up there. Like it, I'd just be like, no, we're going to use the fucking, the, the part from the thing where Wolfer Brimley gets all pissed off and he's trying to get out of the, the shack, you know? <laughs> yeah. Just shit like that. It'd be great. I'd, I'd rather be use his diabetes commercials. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. 100%. <laughs> or anything from Cocoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Andy, what you got? What's a song that reminds you of a story of your past? So, for instance, I chose a song by Screeching Weasel called Punk House. And the reason why I chose that song punk house is because well brandon and dan and i we you know kind of lived in a punk house we Mm -hmm. there was at one point where a buddy of ours like his mom like co-signed an apartment and we you know he paid the rent and we all stayed there (laughs) and it was at one point like 11 of us or seven or 11 of us staying in the house that people would just be coming and going we'd be put dividers up in the living room and people had their like rooms and we you know we would just party all night with cases of beer and, and drugs and anything and and punk rock music and that was back in our like punk rock days so every time I hear that song, which I, I often do listen to Screeching Weasel, uh, that song comes up and I just visualize that apartment very, very like <laughs> hardcore. All the, all the stories kind of come back while I'm listening to that song. So that is uh, my answer. But what about Brandon's answer? Uh, I love your answer, Andy. Yeah, yeah. One bedroom apartment, probably like eight semi-permanent residents. And then people coming and going all the time. We had a, we had a drum set in the bedroom. <laughs> yeah. That was a crazy place, man. There's some yeah. good memories from that place, too. Yeah. All right, so uh, the song I picked is a song. It's actually a cover. The original is at the dark end of the street from James Carr, but this one is the Prince Buster. It's just called Dark Street from the album Judge Dredd. So th- this album I got on vinyl when I back when I lived at my grandma's house, and for the longest time it reminded me of just living at my grandma's house because I got it from... 
uh, Amoeba Records and was so stoked on it, listened to it all the time. But then I like I stopped listening to it for a long time. And I when I first moved to Salt Lake, I put it on and I listened to it. That particular song was like always in my playlist, always coming mm -hmm. up. And so like a few years later, I put it on and you know how like a song could just produce that memory for you where it just, it like reminded me of that person I was when I first moved to Salt Lake. So I tried it on a friend that moved out here, right? I didn't tell him why I kept playing it every time we got in the car for like the first two weeks he lived out here. And he's like, why do you keep playing this? And I was like, oh, you'll, you'll know, you'll know it's going to be awesome. What I was trying to do was I was trying to train his brain like I did mine so that when I would play it for him later, he'd be like, oh my gosh, it reminds me of when I first moved here. But then months later I put it on and I was like, what does this remind you of? And he's just like, you playing out the song for me? And I was like, oh, it didn't work. Your brain doesn't work like mine, dude. Okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah. I thought everybody's like me. <laughs> so that song always reminds me of that failed attempt of um, trying to recreate something that happened to me recreate in a friend. a nostalgic memory. Yeah. <laughs> you bequeathed the memory onto somebody. <laughs> bequeathed? <laughs> I guess it has to happen naturally. Jeez. No bequeathing Good. over but, here. Um, but Dan, what's your answer? Great question. So... I guess my my first memory or, you know, anyways, mine brings me back to a song by Green Day. And I've mentioned this song quite a few times on our show before. It's Christy Road. And mm -hmm. that reminds me of being a 10-year-old boy just getting into punk rock, sitting in my room playing endless hours of Road Rash. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> do you guys back in the day did you guys ever like put on something like you couldn't just be doing one thing at a time like if you were like doing schoolwork you had to have like music on or you had to have the tv on or if you're playing video games you had to have like some type of soundtrack on like i i rarely do that anymore i still kind of do it with video games but back then yeah i mean for sure it was it was definitely definitely green day christy road skunk yeah. uh so it's not a good memory when I was like in my early twenties, I I went through this bad breakup, and a buddy of mine was like, I was all you know depressed and bummed out, and like just a sad sack all the time. And he's like, "Here, dude, just listen to this." And he just gave me that Bouncing Souls Anchors Away album, and mm. I listened to it over and over and over. Like I must have listened to that whole record like thirty thousand times, man. Like I know every fucking every note, every little drum hit. I know everything. I I can like. The timing of it, everything, because I listen to it so goddamn much. It's a, it's a good record. Specifically that Night Train song, because that's like very about. I'm on a night train. No, no, no. But I'm so. <laughs> you know what, oh, too? Uh, what's funny, too, is I didn't realize that that was the name of the song until I wrote this down, and I was like, yeah, hey, why is it? Why'd they call it that? But <laughs> that's already a song, dude. But yeah, like <laughs> that one's like about that type of situation in somebody's life. So it just like. It has such a firm hold on me. If I hear that now, I feel like depressed, you know, and like not even, yeah. you know, I could be having like the best day ever and that fucking album will come on or like a song on that album and I'm just like, God, I'm bummed out and I don't know why. And it's like, oh, because you conditioned yourself to be bummed out when you listen to this, you idiot. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. A good. I think uh, that album does that to me there. without the memory being attached. Yeah, it's a pretty, <laughs> it's a pretty downer album, especially after like, how I spent my summer vacation and like all their like really happy, sappy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Although they're happy and sappy, they're like a really good, I guess I could say good, but I guess it would be a good breakup band. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Most definitely. You know, like, 
you know, like the whole hopeless romantic thing and then songs like that, like that guy seems like he's been through a lot of heartache in not just life, but with relationships specifically. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah sure. per- perfect band for that. Good answer, Skunk. Good answer. <laughs> oh, thanks. The Bouncing Souls. The Bouncing, bouncing souls. souls. All right. So that was random questions. So up next is Kazoo Tunes. <laughs> All right, if you've never heard this segment before, we are going to play kazoos at you, and the rest of us are going to try to guess what it is, and you can guess at home or in the car, wherever you are. Here is how the points work. If you guess the song title, it's a full point. If you guess the artist, it's a half a point. The album, it's a half a point. The winner gets to choose the next top three. All right, and Skunk is going to start us off. You bet your ass I Skunk, go for it. All right. Ducktails. <laughs> oh shit! I can't hit the. I hit, I'm having trouble hitting. Wake the me pitch. up before you go go. No, you're really you're you're on the right track. Oh though. what? Really? Wow. I love his dance. You were also close with Hollow Notes. Yeah, actually, it's Hollow Notes. Do you know the song? Uh, Oats and Hall. I know what it is because I know that's the bass line. Boom, bing, boom, bing. It's not Man Eater, is it? No. I've done Man Eater before. Oh, you have? Oh, man. Here, here. This part is the. Oh, <laughs> that's the line. the The line is the name of the song. You make my dreams come true. Oh my you god! My dreams come true. You want to? That's why you thought of Ducktales. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You want to take a stab at the album? Yes. Pharmacy. Waiting in line at the pharmacy. No. <laughs> that's that's what it. it no. I don't. I don't know. I don't know it. Man. It's I'm called Voices. I wouldn't have got it. I don't think you guys okay. will either. Well. Sorry. I got enough. All right. Point and a half for Andy. All right. I'm up next. I thought you guys were going to get it right away. I thought so, too. (laughs) Uh, Andy thought so, too. Yeah. No. Repeat. All right. I'll give you a hint and then I'll repeat it. Uh, I did this because it's uh, around like our one year anniversary, and this has something to do with that. Started doing it higher uh, a year ago. It's, it's, it not minu- it's not minute. It's not Minutemen, is it? Yes, it is. Oh, oh my wow! Gosh, oh. I got it. Um, oh, oh, it's that song. It's that song. It's the Tijuana. No, no, not the Tijuana. It's the uh, 
something something in 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 mexico or something in yeah yes <laughs> well it's not that's not cl- the title no but yeah, yeah yeah in mexico no no yeah yeah it, but it's uh i forget the name of tijuana it. no i just said that it's yeah. the the um okay something Time's about speed um okay uh, I, 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 I can't I not can't, something I, about speed no, not it's, something I, about I felt like a gringo. I felt oh. like a gringo. That's uh, what it was. Oh, yeah. Well, I got the Anybody band. for the album? We are the nope. Minutemen. Fuck you. Gringo no, bandido. Buzz, buzz or Hallet under the influence of heat. Oh, that's exactly oh, what I was going to say. Oh, Shit. it was on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, Andy, go for it. Here's I, here's I go. Keep your ears peeled. Peers yield. Fuck, how am I going to do this one? Oh, my God. <laughs> System of a Down, the album System of a Down, song Sweet Pea. You won. What was it? I, I didn't. I System, even hear. Of System of a Down. The, the album is System oh, of a Down. Is that the sugar. And then the song's called you Sweet Pea. No. No, 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 Sweet Pea. First, first song. First song of the album. Oh yeah. everybody cry. That's a good one. That's a. Dan got all of it. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah, Dan got all of it. I really like the way I you did the. I wasn't even doing. I wasn't even doing it God. good. You got it. God, man. <laughs> Speaking of not doing solid good, solid dude. Okay, Dan. Oh gosh, are Dan's you ready? Give us a hint. Yeah. Chorus. God, Richard hung himself by D.I. off of... Uh, wow. Off team, of team Goon. Team Goon. Team Goon. Team Goon. Is it Team Goon? Team Goon, Dan? Oh. Yeah. Dan. Stop playing, Dan. Team Goon. Brandon, you got it. No, no, no. Andy <laughs> I, got it. I, I, well, I got it. Oh, you already said Team Goon? I, I I heard Brandon say Team Goon. I know Skunk got the um, original. Trying Richard to reiterate what Andy was saying. <laughs> 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 While you're jamming out. Oh, dude, I didn't want to stop. I was just happy you guys knew it. I'm like, I'm going to bring something old school to the table. We're going to round two. The points are as follow. Dan has two and a half. Andy has two. Skunk has one and a half. I have zero. Skunk is first. Okay. Why did I pick this? (laughs) Kokomo. From Cocktail. Cocktail. The Beach Boys. The Muppets. The Muppets. I'm trying to do the lyrics. <laughs> I can't. You're like pointing. Yeah. <laughs> is, he, is he giving us a hint? What's he pointing at? I'm I'm rapping, dude. Uh, <laughs> oh, so it's a rap song. That's a hint. It's a hint. Not a very good one, though. Not a very good hint, I mean. Uh, it does this like <laughs> as soon as you hear what I'm what it is, you'll be like, oh that does do that. That's like the only music of it. And then there's just rapping over the top of it. I feel like you got it. <laughs> I, you do though. I, no, 
I'll give no. you. Just, I'm just humming what you. Can we did. have a hint? I'll, I'll give you a hint. It's, it's in the rap first, music. It's in the first Deadpool movie. Uh, shit. <laughs> I know that's not a very good hint. My wife knows every fucking lyric to this song, and will periodically just bust it out to torment my daughter. I have no idea. I don't know, man. Like I you do, guys but give I don't. Up? Yeah, I, I do. do. Mm-hmm. It's salt and pepper. It's shoop. That makes sense. I gotcha. I gotcha. That's funny, Skunk, because I loved, I was a huge salt and pepper fan. Like I was saying yeah, earlier. Here when, go. Here yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a huge salt and pepper fan. Like back when I was like just like starting to like listen to like punk rock and stuff, but like I was still like in my hip hop days. Yeah, salt and pepper was, was it for me. They're I cool, man. Women. They, they want to talk about sex, baby. <laughs> I did too. All right, yeah. with all three of them. <laughs> Here I'm I like, go. Let's talk, women, ladies, Let's go, Brian. ladies, women. <laughs> it's like a juggle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep them going under. Oh. Yeah. No. Yes, Dan. It's is like a. What is it is? called? It's like a jungle sometimes. Oh no! no that's, going under? Oh, holy shit! Hold on! It's a uh, going under. It's uh, it's fresh. No, Ice Cube. No, no, Ice Cube like sampled it, but oh, it's I didn't know if you were doing the sample or what. Uh, snow. God damn it! I know it. It's fucking um Rick something, isn't it? What? I can't. I can't. I don't know. It's I, the name. I'm gonna say it, and skunk's uh, gonna explode. I know. I, it's it's right here, man. Uh. Oh, okay. Just say uh, it. I'm gonna I, say it. It's the message God. from Grandmaster Flash. Grandmaster Damn Flash. It. Grandmaster and Flash. the Furious Five. Uh, off of the album, the message. We knew it, but we didn't know it. <sighs> All right, you guys. Here we go. Ah, shit. Okay. Why do I pick these ones with the weird-ass intros? <laughs> That's how I felt about that Shoop song. <laughs> oh, it, The Addicts. Oh, it's The Addicts. Yep, and it's uh, Joker in the Pack. No, nope. it's... You want me to go over... Is it... Chinese takeaway? How nope. sad. Here comes the chorus. Oh, oh, How sad. There you go. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. How sad. Good job, And it's Skunk. fucking, uh, it's off of, is that one Come off on. Joker in the pack? No. No. I, I don't know. I'm not going to get it. You want me to describe the album cover to you? <laughs> that might help. It might help, yeah. Does it have it. monkey on, on the front of it? Well, monkey is on it, but it's yeah. a carousel. Oh. Oh, I could see it, but I can't see the title. Yeah, I can't Can think of the it? title. Can you hear it? Can you hear it? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> anybody? Anybody give up? Is that it? Yeah. Say it. No. Sound. Sound of music. Fuck. Sound of music. What a great record, though. I love it. Dude, the addicts are awesome. I love the addicts. They're fantastic yeah. live too. It's like it's like. Oh yeah, good times. It's like watching Guar, but instead of blood and like cum that you get shot all over you, it's confetti, it's confetti. and fucking <laughs> yeah. like silly string, and it's just like this uh, is fantastic. Yeah, it's, just, it's just very positive. All right. All right, Dan, play us out. All right, guys. So just uh, just picture an empty stage, dim lighting. 
jazz club. Barbara Streisand. Heard... Yes, dude. What song? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dan, play. I was. I was playing the drums. Drum intro. Do 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 do. Um, I'm gonna work Jesse's, on Maggie's farm. Yeah, Maggie's farm. Oh, the specials yeah. or Bob Dylan, but if it's the specials, it's it is uh, the specials. Maggie's more, farm. Is it off of more specials? It sure is, Brandon. Fuck. Well, who got the rest? That's what I'm I talking think about. I think, did. Uh, yeah. As soon as he started, like I was trying to sing the lyrics without saying them out loud because I, I like I knew it. <laughs> Fucking Andy said it. Damn. Okay. Yeah. The points are Andy's the winner with three and a half points. Ooh. And Skunk and Dan tied for second at two and a half. And then I have one. So we would have had a blow off. That's what I like. That's what I'm calling it. A now. what? Blow off. <laughs> I a blow off. Talk. Oh, you're Oh, never mind. A <laughs> blow off. Oh, like, Andy, do you have a top three ready? Uh, no, do you need some time? Top three most confusing lyrics. Ah. Okay. But, two yeah. lyrical ones in a row. There we go. That's fun. It's going to give Dan a yeah. headache. Yeah, we're going to break Dan. <laughs> yeah! We're going to break Dan. <laughs> Sweet. Okay, that's, that's going to be a good one. All I right. Hold the, so, I hold the kazoo. now we will move on to our top three lyrical lines from a song. Whoa. Skunk, what is a lyrical line from a song? Explain it to Dan. So when people write music, typically they write words that go along with the music, and they sing those words in a what is called a lyric. And when the lyric happens, you're supposed to take something away from that. <laughs> oh, I thought it was just... <laughs> that's, good. That's, that's good. That's good. In fact, that's a, that's a good segue of how I'm going to describe my top three. I am not going to try to present any meaning or mm-hmm. my meaning to these lyrics because that would kind of ruin the lyrics in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like because this like I've take away things from it, but I don't want to take that away from you. You know what I mean? So I'm going to let the lines speak from their set for themselves, but uh, these are all lines that I've liked for a long time. And yeah. yeah. And it was really hard not to just do hip hop. I'll just I'll just say that. Yeah. Yeah. This this was really hard for me. I don't know why, because I love lyrics so much. But then again, they kind of get away from me if I don't listen to them often. Um, and I took it in a, in a perspective of like some of the lyrics like really mean a lot to me. But also some of them are just really well written or some of them are just genius and funny. It's it's there's nothing like really like about the metaphor or anything. It's just like good lines and good songs. We're going to have a lot of different yeah. answers Dan? here, guys, because I, I thought that, that this was lyrical lines. I thought that people were like doing <clears throat> lines while listening to lyrics. <laughs> so that's what messed you up. <laughs> yeah. So here's my answer. I'm kind of excited. Skunk, do you have anything to say about your list? Mine, I could have done a top 50. Um, I, it was really hard wow. for me to narrow it down. And, uh, but yeah, I, I went kind of that same route, like not necessarily shit that means something to me. It's just like 
I've always loved this line. I love the delivery of this line. Like that's where I was headed toward. So yeah, fucking a. Gotcha. All right. All right. Let's get into it. Number three. All right. My number three is a lyrical line from a song called "One Beat" from Sleater Kinney off the album "One Beat." The lines are as followed. If you think like Thomas Edison, could you invent a world for me? Now all that's on the surface are bloody arms and oil fields. Could I turn this place upside down and shake you and your fossils out? Again, oh. I'm just going to let them speak for themselves. I think you should yeah. sing them. I think I like we should that. all have to sing them. Kazuo. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Kazoo, yeah, let's <laughs> Kazoo the lyrics. Now for Kazoo tunes. <laughs> That's cool. Anyway, that uh, was my number three. And analyze that. My, okay, so my, my top three, and it, it went random, and it's something that made me laugh about a couple weeks ago when I first heard the song. It's um, it's immature as fuck, but I just it makes me giggle. There's a, there's a band called Diarrhea Planet. And, <laughs> Planet? and the song is called the song is called Ghost with a Boner. Why? Now, it just keeps the, getting better. The lyrics. Let the me li- hear the lyrics. The lyrics go on, go on. This just keeps getting better. The better. lyrics just go, Ghost with a Boner. Ghost with a Boner. Ghost with a Boner. It's like really happy and it's just singing about a ghost with a boner. Like, well, that makes me I happy it was too. Brilliant. It's like, who cares? The song's just about a ghost with a boner. And I think like the second verse is something about him drinking a beer. He's like drinking a beer and I'm drunk. But the first entire verse is just repeating ghost with a boner now and i and i'm just imagining a ghost with a boner i think it's fucking hilarious ghost so i had to pick a, it sing, sing it again Andy. it's lyrics ghost with a boner <laughs> like it's just good yeah yeah you guys are gonna have to hear the song and i never heard it before and it just fucking made me happy because it's really a really happy <laughs> tune and it's badly recorded, and but something's brilliant <laughs> about it. And this simple, like this simple line, "Ghost with a Boner" made the song like that. That's enough. That's all you need to know about the song, you know. So that's my third. Okay, that is awesome. Dan? And just, just so you guys know, like I, I understood the question. It wasn't just about people like doing cocaine and and trying to write lyrical lines. Kicking. Anyways, my my number three is is "Run the Jewels" RT uh Just and again, we've talked about this song on this episode oh, yeah. before and it's cool look song. at all these slave masters posing on your dollar. Now, the reason I like this lyric so go. much is it could go to uh, one of two ways. So look at all these slave masters posing on your dollar. So that could be like, you know, get it. these, these, yeah, get it. These ex presidents that are still now today on our dollar, all of them were, you know, slave masters back in the day, or it could also be that we are slaves to the dollar this day and to age. the money. To the money, Ooh. exactly. So we're slaves to the dollar, or it could be the slave masters on the dollar. But I just kind of like the the metaphor. It could go, you know, either way. But yeah, RTJ just cool, cool. I love that song. Lyrical lines, lyrical lines. My number three. I had to do an Oingo Boingo because I just nice fucking Ooh, Danny good. Elfman, man. I I yeah. also to just go co- totally off the rails. I watched a whole thing about Danny Elfman quitting Oingo Boingo and quitting rock and roll to start doing scores for movies because of Nightmare Before Christmas. But so, like, with that in mind, he wrote good lyrics. And in the song Not My Slave, I always love the line where he says, I'm not going to sing it, I almost did. But it's from pages in a book and pictures on a screen, we make ourselves like clay from someone else's dream. You guys know that song? Yeah, yeah, I do know that song. Yeah. It's got some pretty bad lyrics in it too, but it like that line always. I, I love that cool. like that the the visual that I get like 
we make ourselves like clay from someone else's dream. Like I could just like I don't know, we could do a whole Is he episode talking about talking about that. Nightmare before Christmas? I know, right? Like doesn't it No, they're not, but they could be. Yeah. Like All right. He's getting too into it. <laughs> All right. Let's do number 2. All right, number two for me is a song called Told You So by Depeche Mode off of Construction Time Again. Actually, one of my favorite songs by them. The lyrics go, And do those feet in modern times walk upon the flowers and walk upon their brothers while their heads are busy lying low, trying to keep cover. Oh? (laughs) Something went wrong along the way. Everyone's waiting for judgment day so they can go and told you so. Oh, I like that last line. So they can go and told you so. And yeah, told you so. You know, yeah. You know. A little poetic. Interpret it how you will. That's cool. I have my own. Yeah. And I'm not sharing. <laughs> Leave it to yourself, bro. I don't want to know. God, we're going to do it. I'm going to have to get in. I told you so. <laughs> I'm going to have to and told you so. So mine is uh, an old school one for me. Uh, and it's the, actually the, all the lyrics. And I don't have to really recite all of them. But the song is called Here We Go Again by Operation Ivy. And all the lyrics, I mean, besides Tim Armstrong's intro, is really just about being a human and how difficult life is and and try not to think so hard about it type thing. And and the reason why I did pick this song is not for that reason, is just it's honestly because of the I guess the 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 way this the song is written into into the music uh syllabalistically. If that's if that makes sense to you guys, the way yeah. Jess, Jesse actually puts every word into the song, and everything makes really good sense, and it, it it's a really big statement, and and like his that I think that's one of his best writings ever. So um, yeah, it's gonna be here we go again by Operation Ivy, and I mean I, I guess I could say like you know like it's just it's poetry, it's cool, and I I appreciate it. So yeah. Yeah, he's a great writer and so young when he was writing those yeah. lyrics too. Yeah. Pretty really cool to have that much knowledge at that age. Mm-hmm. It's a great song. Yeah. Dan? So my number two is is definitely a guilty pleasure. I'm not the biggest fan of this artist, but something comes to mind every time I'm pre- uh, practicing Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Ted Nugent. The song is called <laughs> Stranglehold. Now, lyrics are, <laughs> got you in a stranglehold, baby. Then I crushed your face. So when I'm practicing jujitsu, it's most of the time people are putting on like music in there that are, you know, it's, it's like music that they want to listen to like country or, or hip hop or whatever. If, if I had the playlist, I'd be putting on something like this. Cause I mean, we're basically trying to like arm lock and leg lock and choke people out. And like, what else is going to motivate you than a Ted Nugent song called stranglehold. And actually, fun fact: a lot of UFC fighters come out to this this song just because of just because of that. But I mean, you know, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu with like you know the chokeholds and all that. Like when whenever I'm practicing Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, I would love to like hear something like that, like talking about like choking somebody out or or crushing someone's face. So yeah, it's going to be Ted Nugent. And again, I'm not the biggest fan of Ted Nugent, but it is a great song. And fun fact: a lot of uh, producers and Actually, hip hop producers predominantly test this song before they record bands so they can get their their bass levels right. Because oh, apparently this has like boom, boom, yeah. Then there's songs like there's songs like that throughout history. Songs, yeah. yeah, exactly. It's a template song. Then there's songs like that throughout history that people put on like okay, like we're going for this. 
So basically, like just the intro to that song, it's a great riff, great song, great drums. And yeah, like I said, you know, I like choking people out and especially in a song that's talking about <laughs> strangleholding people. I like choking people out. In jujitsu, Andy, anybody out, it'll hurt. just in jujitsu. I don't want to choke nice. any of you guys out unless if you guys are like, hey, you want to roll? And I'm like, all right, let's go. I'm going to choke you out. Stranglehold, <laughs> roll tide. I love that yeah. this sweet man just took this violent turn. <laughs> like, I like to choke people out. Only in jujitsu, baby. Uh, only oh, in jujitsu. Bobby. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Only in jujitsu. All right, well. My number two, uh, Tribe Called Quest, man. Uh, yes, yes. I went the, I went the song, Can I Kick It? Because the, oh, the fucking man. line where he goes, wipe your feet really good on the rhythm rug. Rhythm rug. Yes. If you feel the urge to free, if you feel do the, the urge to free, do the jitterbug. I fucking yeah. love that line. That line kicks ass. Open your arms up if you need a big hug. Yeah, dude. Like that whole, I mean, I could have done the whole verse, but I, I love that little, like, wipe your feet on the rhythm rug. Like that whole little... Yeah. Yeah, and then do the jitterbug. It's just so like, it's just so cute and like, <laughs> I don't know, man. It, it fucking it, it gets me right here. Fucking fucking rips. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's really cool because their their whole verses are rhyming one word the entire time. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah, just one yeah. rhyme, and that's rough, man. Through, through the verses, an entire rhyme every every uh, comma. You know, it's I'm cool. like filled with. Mm-hmm. That's what I love. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Number one. Okay, I apologize in advance because my number one is really long-winded, but I don't feel like you would get the impact of it unless you heard this entirety. Not the entire verse. He goes crazy. But it's uh, it's sort of a crossover with Dan because it is Run the Jewels. And the song is Walking in the Snow yeah. off the same album that, that, Dan, that Dan was talking alone. about. Uh, number four is the album. Okay. Here goes the lyrics, and I'm not going to do him any justice because Killer Mike sounds fantastic when he does it. I'm just going to talk him. The way I see it, you're probably freest from ages one to four. Around the age of five, you're shipped away for your body to be stored. They promise education, but really give you tests and scores. They predict prison population by who's scoring the lowest. And usually the lowest scores, the poorest, and they look like me. And everyone on the evening news, they feed you fear for free. And you're so dumb, you watch the cops choke out a man like me until my ghost from ghost. Sorry, until my voice goes from a shriek to a whisper, I can't breathe. Uh-huh. And you sit there in your house on your couch and watch it on TV. The most you gives a Twitter rant and call it a tragedy. Yeah, yeah, very powerful I, stuff. I love that very. line, especially when it gets to the "I can't breathe." The way he delivers that "I can't breathe" mm-hmm. is, Ooh, is uh, chilling. It, it, chilling. Gave, me, it yes. gave me chills the yeah. first time I heard it. I was like, oh. <gasps> I know exactly what he's Fuck, talking about. Man. He's so oh, he's brutal. so like pop culture in there, and it's he's really talking about a serious thing. And an activist. You can, and you just can a... hear every word that he's saying. You know, you can understand all of it. You know, there's no not a lot of me- metaphors. He's literally getting to the point. He's a brilliant human being. It's really well written. And I know I've mentioned this before uh, in one of probably one of the earlier episodes about uh, a lyric that meant something to you or whatever the t- whatever the question was. But another uh, let's see a coincidence, so to speak. It's the Bouncing Souls. Uh, yeah. The song is called Argyle, and and I still live to this day with these lyrics, and I fucking love them. And I think I remember the first time I heard them, I just related so hard to it. And it's the the breakdown at the end where he says, when I lose, every time I win, because no one can ever be messing up stuff, doing things wrong, quite like me. No one will ever be like me. And <clears throat> something about that always like really got to me because like I was that kid that like 
could never like compete with other people, so to speak, like with sports or whatever. I was always like not interested in winning something, like beating somebody. Uh, and I always felt better that like if I wasn't trying to beat somebody, I didn't care that I won, you know, and mm. that's my own satisfaction. So it's the Bouncing Souls Argyle. Nice. That is a good one, Andy. My mm. number one. Ready? Drum roll. No. The Ramones, I don't want to grow up. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, the Ramones, I don't want to grow up. Yeah, the Ramones, I don't want to grow up. This song reminds me of like when you're a kid and all you want to be is an adult, but then when you're an adult, all you want to be is a kid. <laughs> yeah, right? Right, reverse. So, and, and honestly, I also wrote here, if Toys R Us had a punk rock anthem, this would be that song. <laughs> I was listening to it today and I'm like, yeah, you know what? Like, I, I just love the nostalgia of that song. Like, I, you know, like I don't want to grow up. He's like talking about like all these things that like, you know, paying bills, living with mom and dad, you know, doing what the man tells you, like they don't want to grow up. And that's true. You don't want to grow up at, as a kid, like all you want to be is an adult. And then now as an adult, you're like, man, I wish I could just have just the responsibilities of going to school and not having to grow up and all this and that. So yeah. Yeah. yeah the Ramones, I don't want to grow yeah. up. And I don't, but I do. That is an excellent pick. Uh, I got to say, have you ever heard Tom Waits cover that song? No. That's what I was just about to oh, say. It, are you serious? Yeah. Okay, I'm writing yeah, it down now. For, I'm good. writing it it's down now. so good, dude. Gosh, yeah, that's, that's, really that's good a video for that, too. That's great. He? I don't know. Did he? I think he did. Yeah. Yeah. I love when bands cover songs, he like but not only. He's like in a small room. It's like weird. Yeah. yeah. Huh? I love when bands like not only cover songs, but then they make a video like almost like it's theirs. But when they make it better, it's like. Who should have wrote the song? I wouldn't say yeah. Tom Waits makes it better, like necessarily. I mean, Tom Waits makes everything better because he's just such a weird oddball. But like, yeah, dude, that song—it's—it's it's pretty good. You should—that's should great. Listen to it after this. I've learned. I've, I've learned from so many covers from you guys. Um, the Dead or Alive by Bon Jovi, but the Slackers doing that version. Oh yeah! Mm-hmm. Like you guys have shown me some tremendous covers, so I'm looking forward to that one. Cool. Fuck it, a. Well, my number right. one. This is the actual. This is the song that inspired me to put this on the thing because it's like my favorite fucking line in like lots of music. Uh, the band Mischief Brew, who I talk about way too much, uh, he does a song called "Punks Win," and he it's all about you know like I mean it's about punks basically you know and like all the little shit that like happens, but like there's a line where he says. Creep into town, and it's not long before I start to roam. Seek out the patches on the punks, maybe a band I know. I bet you in five minutes' time we find that we know all the same people, places, and roads. That fucking rules, because that's like, that's every every tour you go on, every fucking band that comes to town, and you're like talking to them, and you see like a patch on their jacket. You're like, oh, hey, I know those guys. That guy cooked me breakfast in this town. And, you know, that's like, oh, yeah, dude, like they live over. Like, it's so, like, that song yeah. is so perfectly it sums up that feeling and that like that line does exactly what it yeah. what it what that is, you know, like yeah. That touring that touring social network, so to speak. Camaraderie. Yeah, and yeah. just, you know, everybody yeah. knowing all the everybody knows everybody and we're all doing the same fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have uh no honorable mentions. No, this was a hard one. I didn't even yeah, think about yeah. the honorable mentions. No, me neither. I have some honorable first. mentions. Not Go specific songs, but like Citizen Fish, fucking every lyric that Dick Lucas ever writes, 
is yes. the way that he rhymes him. things are, are my favorite, like where he'll write a line and he'll follow it up or like he'll end this line with a word and you're like, how's he going to rhyme that? And then he fucking does yeah. with something that's like, oh, that was really clever. Like <laughs> Dick Lucas is really good at that. So is uh, yeah. Eugene Hutz from Gogo Bordello. He does that shit a lot where you're like, there's no mm. way he's going to rhyme this correctly and it will sound good. And then you're like, oh, oh, oh. If he can't rhyme it in English, he'll rhyme it in yeah, Russian. Yeah, he'll just yell some <laughs> gibberish. Have you heard <laughs> the... Dude, and when you were talking about that Ghost with a Boner song, I immediately thought of Eugene. Have you heard the song where he's talking about having sex with a ghost? It's on no. It's on Super, uh, maybe. Super Taranta. It's like, yeah, it, it's... I'll try to find it. With the Invisible Man. Like, it's... It's it's fucking ridiculous. No. <laughs> it's so bad it's good. You should listen to it. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. Maybe it'll go on the playlist if I find it. Yeah, fucking A. Okay. All right. So for our next show, we'll be doing a New Year's special sometime after the New Year. And we're going to be giving to you our top 10 groups, bands that we've... Um, not our all-time favorite, because that's, that's a little too hard to do. Just our top 10 bands bands or groups that we've really been into of lately and we'll do it every year and we can make comparisons and see how our taste changes but the show after that will be top three most confusing lyrics and for the agree or disagree i got the bag oh he's got the Uh, see if i can pull out flatbush zombies i hope it's that Brandon's about to And I wrote this I wrote these sack. like so long ago. I wrote these in the beginning of our our show. So that's why I've thrown one out. <laughs> Maybe I'll do the same here. We'll see. Okay, it is not flat. Fucking fuck this. this time. Tease us with that. The song is called Maryland, but it's spelled M E R R I E. Land. Maryland from the good, the bad and the queen. And I think it's self-titled album. I didn't write albums on here for some reason, but I'm pretty sure it's the self-titled. Cool. Okay. Yes, self-titled. No, sorry, it's not from self-titled. <laughs> oh. oh, I wrote it down. Self-titled. My bad. It's from it. it's from Maryland. It's from the album Maryland. So saying is same as the song title. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, that will do it for us. So until next time, remember it doesn't suck. You, you just, just, just don't, don't like it. Like it. <laughs> Do you? I gotta pee. Steady Diet of Music has been a production of Pod Cauldron. Check out some other great podcasts in the Pod Cauldron network, like Cards and Cubes, a show about board games you didn't grow up playing. Don't forget to check out all the bonus material that we have for you right on the Steady Diet of Music channel, like Steady Diet of Vinyl, Tour Stories, and The Dustbin. If you need to get a hold of us, you can do so by emailing us at steadydietofmusicpodcast at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Kirsten Adams for designing our logo. You can see more of Kirsten's art on Instagram at catcoffee. That's K-A-T-C-O-F-F-E-E. Thanks for listening. We should be back in a couple of weeks. <laughs>